Hey everybody, welcome back to This Week in Marvel, the official podcast of Marvel. We've got another special This Week in Kirby edition for uh, for the celebration we're doing of the 100th anniversary of Jack Kirby's birth. And with me I've got Marvel's editor-in-chief, Axel Alonso. How are you doing this afternoon, Axel? I'm doing good, thanks. Yeah, and excited to talk a little bit of Kirby. Without a doubt. So, what was your first exposure to Jack Kirby and how did you become a fan of his work? Well, my very first exposure to Jack Kirby was uh, New Gods number mm-hmm. 7, mm-hmm. which is quite possibly one of the most violent comic books of that era, and it immediately appealed to me as a, as a little seven-year-old boy. But I was hooked. I couldn't believe what I was seeing in the pages. Uh, it quickly inspired me to look for more of his work, and then I discovered what he was doing on Fantastic Four, discovered the wonderful character, the Silver Surfer, and that was it. I was hooked. What about mm-hmm. Silver Surfer hooked you? Well, he just looks so damn cool. Yeah. You right. know, I wasn't much of a pacifist at the time, but him being the <laughs> sort of the original pacifist superhero, he eventually, you know, grew on me in that regard. But the, the first thing I was just blown away by was how cool he looked. Cool. Um, I also like, you know, Ben Grimm, the thing, for the very same reasons. Yeah, everyone's been telling us, like, Ben Grimm is one of their favorite characters because he really represents Kirby in so many ways. Without a doubt. Yeah, it, it, he, he is Kirby. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So what about Kirby's work made it stand out to you? What made it special when you put it next to someone else's, like, to say this is a very special artist? Well, I think about, I think the thing that makes his work stand out is, you know, if you take a Jack Kirby page, it doesn't matter who inked him or Mm -hmm. inked himself, and you hold it up at 100 yards and turn it upside down, you know it's a Jack Kirby page. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he, Kirby's, Kirby's contribution to American comics goes without saying. You know, if there was a Mount Rushmore, he'd be front and center. Sure. Um, you know, when I think of his accomplishments, you know, he he created the mold for the modern superhero, mm-hmm. um, and he experimented in virtually every known genre. You know, from western to romance, and along the way created things. You know, arguably helped create the modern superhero, the very mold for uh, the modern superhero, which uh, which is no small thing. No, no. Um, and I think he influenced a generation, generations of writers across many continents. Yeah, sure. Uh, his style was singular. But I think what, what really stands out in my mind for Kirby is, you know, we all know his legacy. We know the history of Kirby and all he accomplished. But for me, it's just that he was always driven by this adventurous spirit, this sort of fearlessness to um, in, uh, sort of take on the zeitgeist of the day, mm-hmm. to um, engage in the world around him. And that's why you got everything from... You know, you know, Commandy to to Black Panther. Sure, um, his range was incredible. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. When it comes to his Marvel work, you know, he was so ubiquitous. He he had the early stuff with Stan. He had the comeback in the seventies. He had some of his more quirky stuff like Machine Man or Eternals. What of his Marvel work stands out to you and kind of stands the test of time as something that really affected you? Well, as far as standing the test of the time, I'm I'm shocked by how durable. Devil Dinosaur is. Oh, wow. Um, again, one of his more obscure works, mm-hmm. one of his more idiosyncratic works. You know, we have a book out now, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, mm-hmm. which is keeping the character alive, you know, for current fans. But just there's something so inherently cool and timeless about the design of that character, um, what it stands for, and in fact, the audiences it can reach. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as his, you know, my my favorite Kirby is the Fantastic Four. Yeah. You know, for me, it's again, it's just, it's. I remember having... Um, a horrible case of strep throat mm. um, as a young boy, and somehow miraculously, I found at a five you know, at, a, at, a, at, a, at a was it a flea market? Yeah, four consecutive issues of Fantastic Four that nice. had had them trapped in Latveria, uh-huh. the hands of Doctor Doom, 
And I must have read those comic books literally 10, 20 times. I mm-hmm. read them. I went back and reread them and reread them. And I was just so immersed in that world because he created such an incredible environment in Latveria. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, his art communicated the pathos of Doom yeah. um, and the inherent coolness of the Fantastic Four. So for me, it's all about the FF. Yeah, no, totally. And I, I like what you mentioned there, how he created Latveria. He created so many characters that we remember, but we don't get nearly enough credit sometimes for all the settings he created and really embodied them as, as a whole new character, including Marvel's New York. Without a doubt. I mean, I think that, you know, we can keep going down the list of accomplishments, but I think that what Jack Kirby understood is, okay, so the one inherent advantage I have as a comic book illustrator mm-hmm. is I have an unlimited special effects budget. Absolutely. I can spend as much money as I want. I can create any environment I want. The sky's the limit. And that's why you had just so many incredible creations, things that, you know, obviously we're able to put up on the silver screen now. Mm-hmm. But back in the day would have been completely impossible. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is he he understood I, 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 can, I can have it all. Getting back to those creations, you mentioned the Silver Surfer. You mentioned Devil Dinosaur. Are there any other Kirby characters who stand out as some of your personal favorites? Kirby characters? Um, well, you know, honestly, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of uh, Miracle Man. And, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Mr. Miracle, Mr. Miracle yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Big Barda over yep. DC Comics. Yep. Uh, again, I, I absolutely loved um, what he what he did with those characters. Um, mm-hmm. I think that you know when I when I look at at um, what he did even with a character like the Black Panther, sure, um, how he managed to take a character um, who um, I love what Don McGregor did uh, mm-hmm. in, in in the unfortunately titled Jungle Action mm-hmm. with Black Panther, but but again it was a very political book. It, it it spoke to a lot of great themes, and I think that what what social themes and all the rest and what Kirby did was he just took Panther and put him in the world of the superhero. You yeah. follow me? And I think in a Absolutely. way sort of positioned him now for what we're seeing up there on the silver screen as a solo character who could stand on his own two feet. Black Panther is and is, was, and always will be my favorite superhero. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the coolest costume in comic books, mm-hmm. you know. Um, what I love about T'Challa is the fact that he is, um, you know, he's a, how to put it, he's, he's, he's a man. He's a normal guy. He's just stronger, smarter, and better than you are. You follow me? <laughs> and that's what always appealed to me. Yeah. You know, funny story, but you know, as as a as a Jack Kirby Stanley creation, you know, you know, arcing back to your question, I remember that my first exposure to the Panther, I read for several pages breathless when I saw how cool he looked in the costume. And I remember being mildly disappointed when he peeled back his mask and I saw he was black and he wasn't Mexican like me. Because nah. I'd want it, you know what I'm saying? And I yeah, think that, that speaks volumes about just the, 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 the way that the character connected uh, with, with almost anyone. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned Kirby's yeah. legacy. When you kind of sum it all up, what do you think is Jack Kirby's lasting legacy on the comics medium, on the art medium, on the world we live in? Well, it's hard to pick, but I would say the lasting legacy is let's let's rewind for a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, back in you know it, during World War II, you know Kirby sat down with a guy named Joe Simon. They came up with Captain America, mm-hmm. and they created the 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 rough mold for a superhero. This was a you know a square jawed, blonde haired, blue eyed superhero with the right silhouette, and they gave him just enough nuance for him to be a little bit more than you know just World War II propaganda. You follow me yep. to inspire the troops. But the real testament is in the 60s when with Stan, um, Stanley and Jack Kirby sat down with a number of others, Steve Ditko, the list goes on. And what they did was they they created the mold for the modern superhero. And that mold is a, a, a variety of different shapes. It has no race. It has no gender. Um, but what it is is that you understand that 
the silhouette is only the beginning. It's what inhabits that silhouette. It's the fact that the character is more than their powers. The modern superhero has flaws. Um, the modern superhero, like Ben Grimm, mm-hmm. has self-hate, mm-hmm. has worries. Um, the modern superhero, the modern superhero is relatable in that regard. The modern superhero is someone that you fall in love with, as much for their strengths as their we- as much for the weaknesses as their strengths. And I think for me, that that's the legacy of Jack Kirby is being one of the people who created that mold. Cool. Anything else you want to say about Jack Kirby before we let you go, Axel? Well, I'll just say that I, I honestly I think that one of my career highlights was when um, I had the opportunity to write the um, the intro uh, for the King Size Kirby hardcover, mm. and I thought, wow, this is interesting because I this is a great responsibility, a great honor to write this, and and I, it forced me to sort of call my thoughts together on Kirby and crystallize them into one essay, and, and I can't tell you how uh, I got a, a very nice um, call from Jackson Neal, and he mm-hmm. he told me how how much he enjoyed the intro, and I can't tell you how much that meant to me. Uh, that that it, it um, that he he liked as much as he had it, it meant the world to me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us and talking a little Kirby. Till next time, this is Marvel Kirby's Universe. <laughs>